Hello, my love, and welcome back for another episode of Transcend with Tay. I am so grateful you're here. If I have not told you that already, please receive it. I am so grateful you are here. Ah, I wanted to share a couple quick updates with you before we dive into today's episode with Aubrey. I have decided with... <laughs> Starting the new podcast, I dove right in headfirst with two episodes a week, and now that I've had a few weeks to kind of adjust my footing and see what's working, where I need to make some shifts, I've decided to pull back the reins just a tad, and I'll be releasing one new episode every Thursday moving forward. That way, I have a little more flexibility to focus on some other projects and big things happening behind the scenes, but so much magic to come. And I am so excited to continue this conversation. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get to the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Transcend with Tay. Today, I'm sitting down with my friend, Aubrey Schmieler. Aubrey is 20 years old. She lives in Mexico, and I actually found her through the gram. What a surprise. Scrolling reels like maybe a month or two ago, and her content has inspired me so much. Literally every day, seeing a reel from her like it is the highlight of my day it always makes me laugh and she is just sharing so much truth and so much of what she shared is focused on having discernment and choosing to stand up for freedom and for what she believes and just standing so strongly in her voice and her truth um, and it's just such a beautiful um, example of authenticity and partners with Young Living and just has a really incredible story. So I wanted to bring her to you guys for us to have a really honest and authentic conversation today. Aubrey, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Um, I'm so excited to share and just to chat like this is, I'm like very much a people's person and I love love talking to people and so anytime anyone reaches out and's like oh hey can we talk I'm like yes we can talk like I've been waiting for this forever so this is so much fun for me <laughs> we can send 10 voice notes back and forth every day <laughs> yes oh my gosh when Tay reached out to me the first time she I was like I had no idea who this girl was right she shows up in like my message request and I remember because I was sitting in the car driving well I wasn't driving because I don't use my phone to drive <laughs> but um I was in the car and I saw that like I had a voice message from this random account who had like a much bigger following than me and I'm like okay this is weird <laughs> but like also I'm here for it anytime I always say like anytime a new person sends me a voice message to start I just know that we're going to be friends because it's like you understand you get me like I love voice messages you sent me one right off the bat like is this friends are we friends <laughs> so yes oh my gosh that was just like that was so fun to like be able to connect with a new person on Instagram and hear their voice for the first time because I think it's so difficult now in like the social media world that we live in 
people are so used to just like reading words on a screen and not having like that personal connect like connection of okay hi you're a real person social media anymore is now used for consuming and people are not connecting social media can be used for so much good and it has literally been one of the most influential tools in my life to connect me with people who are like me but it's because i take the initiative when i see someone and i'm like are we friends like we should be friends, you know? And I send you the voice note and I'm like, oh my God, dude, like I just came across your reels. I've been watching them for the last 10 minutes. I fucking love you. I want to be your friend. Like, hi. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so great. And I'm like, so happy that, that that's a feature and that we can, we have the ability to even like, how far apart are we? I don't even know. Slip down into like, the comparison or the endless scroll. And there's just so much, but it is beautiful for this reason of connecting with people that I probably would not have before. So. Yes. Yes. And I, I do, I agree. It's so cool to get to make friends that are all over the world. And for me, it makes me feel more connected and closer to myself because I look in the community around me. And while I have some incredible homies like here close to home, I don't see many people portraying or like reflecting who I am and what I believe, right? Like in the Midwest, especially like everyone's married with children and like in this society and the culture today, like we're gonna talk about like how divided we are with like vaccinations and like beliefs and political systems and all of this. And it's just really cool to get to connect with people that see things through a different lens and have a different motive and to feel a little less alone in this world, you know? My gosh, connection and the way that we were like designed to be and that's in community with other people. Anyways, so I made it through high school somehow. I am still looking back. I'm like, I don't know how I survived, but I did. <laughs> um, and I knew that like, I did not want to go right into like a four-year school, um, which was very much like the, the town that I was living in at the time was very small. My graduating class was maybe 50 people. It was like, I was from a very, very small town. So it was kind of just assumed that you went right into college after high school. Um, and that's not how I grew up. I grew up, my parents very much instilled in me that like, hey, if you want to go to college and go to um, like school right after college, that's great. You do that. But know that you never have any pressure from us to do that. Um, and so I decided that I was going to take a gap year. I was going to move out. I was going to start working, save some money. And at the time, I thought I was going to be going right into cosmetology school after my gap year. Um, so I moved out of my parents' house, moved to Iowa City, Iowa, go Hawks. I just have to put that in there. <laughs> um, and I moved in with my sister who was living in Iowa City at the time. Um, and I started working at Starbucks as a barista. So I was part-time barista, part-time um, in a floral department through like the grocery store that I was working at. And it was great. I loved working retail. It was like so fun again to like meet new people, make connections with regulars who would come in every day. Um, but I knew that like, this was not where I was supposed to be long-term. I knew that I didn't want to like work for a corporation. I knew that like, I didn't want to clock in every day and work from nine to five. So I fast forward to 2020 and everything that went down in 2020. Um, I 
started to realize that like, okay, there's a lot that's going down in the world and the media is feeding me all of these things that I don't even really know what to think about. So we had to start wearing masks at work and I saw so many negative health like effects from that, um, from wearing a mask for eight hours, sometimes more um, a day. And so at that point I was like, okay, I wanna start looking for like a nanny job where I don't have to wear a mask every day. So found a nanny job, started doing that in the summer of 2020. And it was at that point that I was like, okay, I feel this really strong pull to start talking out like on Instagram about some of these things that I'm seeing happening in the world, happening in the news, in the government. Um, and so it was that at that point that I was like, okay, like this is not okay. Forcing our kids to wear masks to school every day is not okay. Forcing, you know, citizens to wear masks into grocery stores or you can't get groceries is not okay. Like why, what is this government control that is like happening in our world? And so I started speaking out on Instagram and at the time I had a very, like a, a very small following. I like, and like followings are funny and that's probably something we should talk about, but just like influence in the term, like influencer is just very like taboo. At the time, my following was very much like people I went to high school with and a couple like childhood friends. And Again, when people hear somebody speak out or go against the grain or do something that's not like socially acceptable, our first instinct is to be like, mm, no, that's wrong. Like you're wrong. That's not what the government's saying. That's not what the CDC is saying. Like, no. So I got a lot of backlash from the things that I was sharing on social media. I lost a lot of followers. I lost a lot of friends. People who I saw every day were personally messaging me, telling me that, I was a bad Christian, or if I really loved, um, if I really loved Jesus, then I would wear a mask and just like all of these really, really nasty things. And at the time I was not, I didn't have as thick of skin as I do now. Um, and I took all of those things very personally, um, and listening to that. And I remember there was just countless nights that I would just like cry because people would try to use things that had happened in my past against me. Um, things that I had like moved past and that I had worked through all of a sudden were surfacing again. And it was just like, it was a really hard time for me, but I had such a strong belief in like just this deep feeling in my soul that like, no, this is what I need to be speaking out about. And clearly people need to hear that like, it's okay to think differently. It's okay to question social norms. And again, it was like, I was thinking back to when I was homeschooled and when I had first started going into public school and working through all of this, um, because I'm developing as a person and like, this is growing my character to like hear all of these terrible, nasty things. I don't think anybody should have to feel those or to hear that I was going through it and it, it was happening. So fast forward then again, sorry, this is getting really long. <laughs> no, first of all, I, oh my gosh, there are so many things I want to touch on within that. Do you want to like finish the story and then we'll go into all of it because that's like the bulk we could go into that and get stuck on it for a hot minute before you finish your what where you are now so let's just yeah. kind of get to that and then let's dive in yeah yeah okay so it was again at the beginning of 2020 um I or maybe it was 
it was the summer of 2020. I had just gotten out of a relationship. I was very much like, what am I doing in my life? What's happening? Um, and I, I actually just started like thinking and praying about, okay, where am I, like, where am I going in my life? What am I doing? I know that I have this job that is going to be like the kids are going to be going back to school and all of these different things that were going to be ending. Um, I was going to, my lease was going to be ending at the apartment that I was at. I had no student debts. I had no car payment. I had like nothing, obviously, besides my family and my friends in the Midwest, but nothing necessarily tying me to Iowa specifically. I knew that I had family out here on the West coast. And so I started really just intentionally praying, talking to mentors, talking to my parents about moving to Mexico for a season of time. Um, and everything was just pointing towards, yes, it was like all of the things that I had just listed, um, were ending. And I was like, okay, I don't really know why I feel this draw in this pull towards Mexico, obviously besides family. Um, but I know that all of these things are lining up in order for me to go and to say yes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step out in faith and I'm just going to do it. And so I told, you know, my nanny family, I, um, like obviously didn't resign, resign my lease. Um, and I bought a one-way ticket to Mexico and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So, um, in let's see when was it it was the end of august of this year i packed all my stuff up i put some of like my um things into storage i parked my car and my mom dropped me off to the airport oh my gosh this is like the first really massive move in my adult life that i'm making and like it was just it felt i felt so at peace about the whole thing which is like there is i can count on one hand the amount of times that i have felt like this deep sense of peace in my life okay this is good i don't know what's in mexico but this is good so i um i guess i didn't even really touch on like my job in um, network marketing, but um, because of my job in network marketing, that was another thing that I was able to quit my full-time job and live off of the income that I was making on that. Um, and so, so yeah, I moved to Mexico and I have been living here for, this will be at the end of the month, it will be three months. And it's been incredible. It's been so amazing to spend time with my two oldest sisters who live here, which I had never really, um, been able to have a close relationship with them because they had for the majority of um like my teen and like adult years they had been here on the west coast and so being able to spend time with them and my nieces and nephews and really just pour into my business in network marketing so heavily and not have to worry about okay I have this full-time job that I also need to make sure that I'm pouring into but it was just that business and that I have seen literally such an insane amount of growth just from like quitting my full-time job and focusing all my time and energy into that um and so yeah now here I am I'm like halfway through my time in Mexico and it's been amazing and the people here in Mexico are so sweet even though I don't speak Spanish and that has been very difficult <laughs> so hard but yeah that's like that's kind of where my life was and how it has like come to like where I am today Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing. Truly your story is so inspiring. And to hear you talk about that inner knowing, which is something I talk about all of the time and that like you use the word peace, right? 
and really sitting with a transitional season of your life and asking yourself like, where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? Um, and to hear your perspective on it as well as that knowing that you've always had that you didn't want to just go to school and like get the degree and follow the traditional path and like work your way up the ladder at your eight to five or whatever, because I also have always had that same intuitive feeling and have really leaned into it and how you were talking about receiving, there's so many things that you shared that I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this, but how you talked about receiving like a lot of um, pushback almost and hate for certain decisions that you've made or mistakes even that you've made in the past. Like before we press record, we were talking about that and, and how hurtful people can be when you choose to live a life differently from them or have and express a different opinion, even if it is in a respectful way. Um, and just seeing how you have through all of that continued to move forward and the beat of your own drum and moving to Mexico like whoa that's incredible and just how passionate you are about living a natural lifestyle and like your partnership with young living and how it's changed your life like I love seeing you use your oils and it's inspiring me I'm like oh my gosh I need to just like get rid of everything and only use oils <laughs> It, it really, truly, it's so inspiring. And I just want to honor you and celebrate you for at such a young age, knowing who you are in your heart and staying true to that and not letting society or other people's opinions deter you from pursuing your path. And so <laughs> claps, claps for you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. That's it's definitely something that now I'm like now knowing everything that I've gone through and like where I'm at in life, it's almost like I wouldn't say this is 100% across the board, but the haters don't face me. Like they they really don't. And people who choose to come after me for decisions that I've made, I know that like I know who I am in Christ, and I know that like my decisions that I have made do not define me and like I'm where I'm at today because of those decisions and like I know that like I'm just I'm so loved by my family and my friends and I'm most of all I'm loved by the creator of the universe and that's enough for me like seriously anybody else who wants to hate on me or bring up my past I'm like go ahead seriously you hold no power over me and so that has been like definitely looking back and realizing that I am like now at that place in my life where I can say that and I can say it with confidence is again one of those things where I'm just like oh it's a big exhale and like that you feel free and you have that peace and I think like we use a little bit of different words to describe it, but we're describing the exact same feeling and we both feel the same way of like intuitively and like trusting and, and knowing in our hearts that like we are good, you know, like our intention is pure and we just see the world differently and that is okay and to be so at peace and so accepting of ourselves in every version of ourself you know even like you're still so young and so am I right like who am I to talk but um even just for me in the last few years and hearing about you and your growth journey 
it's like, I am constantly evolving. So for anyone to, to use past mistakes or something like a year ago me did, or five years ago me did, it's like, I have already forgiven that person, you know, like I no longer carry that. So like, you can let it go too, you know, like I, it doesn't take up weight for me. And I feel so aligned and am living a life and reality that is so true to me. And at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. And I think it's, I mean, seeing how you interact with your trolls, it's interesting because we both have trolls, but we both receive the messages in a different way. You know, like your trolls mostly come from people finding you what through reels and stuff because you are talking about freedom and you know the choice to not be vaccinated um whereas like mine kind of have come over the years from my business with network marketing and my success with that and um now just like kind of follow me and like stalk me and obsess over my life i guess i don't i mean like i don't understand why they watch what i do because i don't know them uh but they're so invested and it's like they're attacking like my character, like these people that I don't know, but it's again, it's like, I don't know you. So like, if you're upset with what I'm doing and you have my phone number and like, you're a friend, give me a call and like, let's talk about it. Right. Like, I love you. I like my friends and people that matter hold weight to me, but random people on the internet who create fake accounts to talk shit and put me down and judge me. It's like, homie, like, come on, what do you, do you not have anything better to do? Like, I don't even have time to read your message, like, let alone, like, I'm so busy pursuing my own path and creating my own dream. And I'm so excited about my life. Like, I don't have time to worry about what anybody else is doing, literally. <laughs> and yeah. so it's just funny, like, to hear your perspective of it, um, because we both kind of experienced that and both have realized that and have struggled with it. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact of like, well, I know me and I know my heart. And again, like my intentions are pure and like my people love me and I am supported and like the universe and God supports me. Like that at the end of the day is really all that matters. Yes. And exactly what you were saying, like I totally resonate with like people who I have relationship with like my family and my close friends those are the opinions that I'm like worried about because they know me and anybody else I can confidently say like I I really don't care about your your opinion if you're coming after me like obviously I so much appreciate like the encouraging messages that people send me of hey you're doing such a good job or like I, I really like love the content that you're sharing like I I appreciate those messages deeply I really do but anybody who is like is coming after me for my character who I'm like, I have never met you. I don't know who you are or you hold just no power in my life or anything like that. I'm just, just can confidently say, I, I don't care. <laughs> okay. So you can just like, let me just release you of that feeling of needing to voice that to me because you don't need to, because really it's wasting your time. And most likely I'm just deleting the message and not even responding to it. So it really doesn't phase me at all. <laughs> Yeah. And as we were talking about earlier, you're just like boosting my algorithm. Thanks for watching because every time you are on my stories and click on a link or, you know, comment something, you are boosting my engagement. So while you think you're hurting me, you're actually helping me. So it's like, you've been following my life for three years. You guys like have these threads about me every day. You obsess over my life. You watch everything I do. 
I'm beginning to think you're like my biggest fan. Like you hate me, but like you're obsessed with me. So clearly I'm doing something right because you keep coming back for more. Right. <laughs> know that like those people who just can't leave you alone and it's funny because you can have like an excessive amount of trolls who are all different people but it's like the ones who keep coming back okay so can you just let me know exactly what you don't like about me because like clearly that like specific thing is something that I need to keep doing <laughs> yeah well it's we didn't touch on this but your improv uh theater experience now that you say that, I so see it in your reels, in the way that you create content, because I literally, like, your your um, facial expressions crack me up. There have been multiple times this week, Aubrey, that I a reel, when I open my thing, pops up of you, and I watch it, and I'm just dying. I'm like, I wish someone else was here to laugh and enjoy this with me right now, and I comment every time. I'm like, it it gets better. Like, how does it keep getting better? She's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, literally. Okay, I actually have to tell this story about, like, improv, because it still to this day cracks me up. So, like I said earlier, like, I had never done anything like this before. I did so in the speech world, um, there is group speech and then there's individual speech. So I did group improv and that's when you're with five to eight other people and you're all contributing on like the same thing. So it's definitely more of a group effort. When you're in individual improv, you are the only person, obviously, but you have to play two different characters. So the way that it works is you draw, I think it's like three characters, you pick two to be, and then you pick two scenarios and you choose one of those scenarios to like act out and you get a certain amount of time to like block in your head. It's, it's actually kind of now thinking back on it, I'm like, that was so stressful. I don't know how I made it through, <laughs> but it's like, you're sitting in front of like your audience and your judges as you're blocking through in your head. Okay. What exactly am I going to be doing? And so my at state, my scenario that I get to all state with was when you need to sneeze, but you can't. And then the two characters were like an airhead and a car. And so I actually got to like act out being a car and I knew that I'm like okay if I choose this character either it's going to go really bad or it's going to go really well and it ended up going so well and it was like then after that I'm like wow I have so much inside of me that like it kind of sounds like braggy but like untapped potential that I have been holding been my own choices that I've been like holding back and it's like the second you get into those scenarios where it's like, okay, I'm going to be an idiot and I'm going to make a fool of myself. But then the payoff from that is going to be so sweet. And so just making that switch in my head to be like, okay, it's fine. If everybody thinks I'm an idiot, like we're all idiots, seriously. Like we all do things every day that it's like, that was super stupid of me to do, but I can choose to like sit on that and let it hold me back in the future. Or I can choose to be like, well, oh well, and move on. And like, that's what I have learned to do and realize you are letting somebody hold you back. That's one opinion and guarantee that person probably goes to bed tonight and, and doesn't think about like what you did, but you continue to sit and think about like, what is that one person thinking about me? When it's like, they don't even care. Let it go. Be free. Live your life. Like it's fine. Choosing to live your life in that way means you never actually are free to live your life like you are literally prisoner to what other people think and you are going to have an entire life happen and then be full, filled with regret and it's like at the end of the day am i proud of how i showed up? 
did I put myself out there to get closer to who I want to become? Did I put myself out there to try something new, to be willing to be a beginner, to be willing to suck, right? To get better because this is something I love and something that I think I could be good at. And to see how you've like used that experience to now come and, and do it in a totally new way through reels and whatnot um, and making new friends and bringing people together and helping them see the world through a different lens like how beautiful and powerful is that and you could have stayed stuck and let something like other people making fun of you for whatever but instead like you showed up and you shined and you trusted yourself and you trusted your intuition and you leaned on like the higher power of that to move forward through it and it's brought you to this beautiful place today and like you radiate you know Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Yes, thank you. When, um, like, when we just continue to sit on like what other people think of us, we give up the power in our life, and it's like we're giving that to that person, and we're saying, "Hey, you control what I'm doing in my life. You tell me, is this good? Is this not good?" And it's like, no. Like we have to, we have to get rid of that. We have to get rid of that mindset and realize we can make a fool of ourselves, and it's okay, and it's gonna move on. And I think as a society, we smile and laugh way less than we should. Like seriously, the world is so dark and grim and like everything sucks. Like it's terrible. And that's why the majority of my videos, actually, I would probably, I think it's safe to say all of my videos always like are kind of a joke because I think that people need to smile and they need to laugh more, especially in these times when it's like things feel so hopeless that we just need, sometimes you need like five minutes out of your day to just like laugh at a funny video, probably on somebody else's account. You know what I mean? And like, and I'm happy to be that person that you laugh at. And I think sometimes it can get me into trouble because I can joke too much and I need to know when to turn it off. Um, but <laughs> like, it's just smile and laugh and be, sometimes be the person who is being laughed at, not in a bad way, but just, it's like, it's just, it's joyful. It feels so good to laugh and to release like that endorphin and be like, oh my gosh, like things are going to be okay in the end. It's like a hard time right now, but they're going to be okay in the end. Well, and it showed like being able to laugh at yourself and like be silly and put yourself out there in that way shows that you have such a deep level of respect and love for yourself that you don't feel the need to hold yourself back or to judge or criticize or hate on other people because it's like you're just living your truth and doing your thing. And like, you don't care about what other people think because like, you're just, your intention is to put a positive message out there and find people who align with it, right? Or to help other people see it from a different perspective. And there's no ill will about it, right? And I think it's interesting, the conversation about worrying about what other people think of you and letting that hold you back. But I wanna transition into letting other people think for you and kind of this whole group think thing we're experiencing in our society today of what the mainstream media is feeding us and what we see the majority, at least how it's portrayed, the majority are doing by choosing to be vaccinated and seeing such a divide and so much polarity um, and so much, like you said, negativity surrounding it. And it's just so heavy and it sucks and it's hard. And I think taking it from the approach that you have of bringing humor into it to help people just like laugh and smile and be like, 
huh? Because when the way you present it to me, I'm like, damn, that's so true and so good. This reality currently that we're living is so comical to me. I'm so far removed from it and from what the media and the CDC and the government like is feeding to us. Like I am so far removed because again, like you view like religion and God and like, I'm super spiritual. So I kind of think of myself as like this higher power. And it's like, I don't need to look outside of myself to know truth. And I think you feel that too, right? Like I know in my heart, like that this feels wrong. And I'm not saying that somebody else is wrong for choosing to be vaccinated or seeing it a different way. Like I don't even identify in our government system of, you know, Democrat and Republican and liberal, like I won't even identify. And I don't like to use those words in conversation because it's all meant to create divide. I believe it's all meant to create divide, which is kind of what is happening with the, the vaccine right now is this in the mandates and all of it happening is it's meant to create divide because from what I see, <clears throat> a divided nation is a controllable nation. And so I want to kind of go into this conversation of having our own discernment and really thinking for ourselves and looking deeper beyond what the mass media and what the government and what the CDC is telling us and to kind of share our experience and for you to share some insight on how you feel about it and like why, what made you want to start talking up about it and yeah. Yeah, so my goal for my page has always been not to like get a certain amount of people or even people in general to like follow me or, you know, don't get vaccinated or whatever. My goal has always been to keep our freedoms in our country. And I think that people so often, like you said, because we are so divided on so many different things, so many different issues um, that people forget that it's like, we're all fighting towards a common goal of like being free. Um, and we need to like, we need to remember that. And it just so happens that like my choice to not get vaccinated, maybe it doesn't align with what you think and that like, that's fine. But I need you to understand that the freedoms that we have in America to choose to get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated or to, you know, vote a certain way or don't vote a certain way. It's like, we want to, we all want to keep those freedoms, but we can't get so caught up on like the small details to where it is dividing us. And just like you said, if we're divided, we like our country is lost. Um, and so when I first really like diving in, it was like the beginning of 2020 when, masks really start like amp up and you couldn't go anywhere without a mask and I remember like there was things that weren't quite adding up like wearing a mask while exercising I'm like how am I how am I supposed to do that like I can't I can barely breathe while I'm exercising in general like how am I supposed to do that with like something prohibiting me to breathe even more and so and if you're at the like just a, a big piece for me is like, if I'm exercising and I'm at the gym and I'm like living a healthy lifestyle, I can't get behind anything that they're saying about masks and hand washing and sanitizers because they're not talking about the importance of fucking health. Like it's so simple exercise, fuel your body with whole nutritious, like nutrient dense food, like from your local community and take care of yourself. It's, it's really not that hard, like supplementation and all of these things, but not once has that been discussed not one time. And, and I'm not trying to be like, we are not, not sensitive to COVID being a real disease. Like we acknowledge it's real. Aubrey actually just had COVID. Do you want to share your experience with that? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like the craziest thing. I actually didn't realize it. I never got tested, but everything was pointing towards like having COVID. I had the body aches. I had a headache that lasted like four days and I had never like experienced that before in my life. And it was crazy. Um, I lost my taste and smell, which was like, again, like I had never experienced that, like a wake up call for like, wow, I take things for granted so much, like my health and, you know, my taste and smell and being able to smell my essential oils and smell when like I walk into an elevator that has bleach all over. Like I was riding in an elevator with my sister and she was like, oh my gosh, it smells so strong of like bleach cleaner. And I'm like, I can't smell anything. This is, I, this is bad. I'm like breathing in all these chemicals and I don't even know it. Um, I want to yeah. stop you because that was my exact same. I was not tested for COVID. I, again, like I just don't fall into this whole idea of like what people, I just don't do it, but I wasn't tested, but I absolutely think I had COVID because I lost smell. I lost taste. And the biggest thing to me was like, wow, I'm so grateful for my health. I want, it was even more of a motivator to want to keep taking care of myself, not to want to wear a mask, not to like want to get the vaccine. It was like, no, like my body can fight this because I'm healthy. More people should make that the priority of wanting to be healthier and live healthier, like lives. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And I always think it's like ironic, the people who are yelling at me for not wearing a mask. And like, I never want to judge somebody for like their appearance or how they come across, but it just never, the people who are always the angriest that I'm not wearing a mask are people who look like they don't take care of their health. I'm sorry. I will not take health advice from somebody who like has trouble breathing without a mask. Like I'm, I, I love you. And I, I want you to have the fullest quality of life that you can, but that's not going to come from you just wearing a mask. Like, I'm sorry. It's not. Um, well, and I want to enter. Yeah. I want to say something there. Um, how <laughs> the whole mask thing of other people being mad if you don't wear a mask. And the, one of the biggest things surrounding all of this to me is I have had many people in my life when I've expressed how I feel about the vaccine and my choice to not receive the vaccine. Um, I've been told like, oh, like, I thought you really cared about other people. Like you must just not care about other people or be as empathetic as I am. And I've had people that I like really love close to me say that. And to me, my response is because it's just so interesting. This is the perspective piece, right? Like, and I hope you guys are sticking with us because even if you feel differently than us, the whole idea of this conversation is perspective to see that people can see, have the same motive and an intention and see two completely different routes to achieve it. And for me, like when someone says that to me about like not being empathetic or not caring about other people or being self-centered or whatever, I believe that by choosing to not get vaccinated, I care more about other people than someone choosing to get vaccinated because I am, I'm willing to stand up for our freedom, right? Like I'm not so easily controlled by fear in these messages that the media is sending me like I can see it from a much wider scale and I remove myself from the fear because like I don't have an ounce in my heart to hold space for fear I'm a free human and I want to continue to be a free human to be able to make my own choices and I think that the messaging needs to be different and so 
it's not that I'm, again, it's not that we're against the vaccine per se. It's more so the control um, and the coercion behind it and choosing and wanting to have our freedom and our rights not taken from us. And I see that through complying, I believe that we like we've been told for two years that if we comply it'll go away and it still hasn't gone away and so uh I mean most people even in my life now who I never chose to get vaccinated but a lot of the people in my life did mostly because they had to and 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 at the beginning they like fed into it and they believed it and they were like oh yeah I want to protect myself I want to protect others but it's very clearly been proven that by having the vaccine you're not protecting others because you can still get it. There's so many people that are vaccinated, just as many people who are vaccinated have had COVID after getting vaccinated than they than people who are unvaccinated and have had COVID or whatever. So it like the vaccine isn't super effective. And and that's to me why it's like it doesn't make any sense why putting it the blame on me choosing to be unvaccinated as if I'm the problem when like clearly we need to look to a higher source of where the problem is and the messaging is actually like where where who you should be mad at right <laughs> yes oh my gosh and like <clears throat> it's just that fact of the vaccine isn't safe and effective as people claim it to be so me choosing to not get vaccinated really shouldn't matter because even if I did choose to get vaccinated, I could still spread COVID. That's just, that's just a fact. And vaccine manufacturers have said that. So that's why I'm always confused when people come at me saying, well, if you cared for others, you would get vaccinated. That would be a really, really great argument if the vaccine was proven to stop the spread of, of COVID or you know <clears throat> anything along those lines. So anybody who does come at me, and like say that, I always just throw that back in their face and then they really don't have anything to say. And I'm like, I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from because the argument that you're making isn't valid. And so it's confusing for me being an unvaccinated person to see like where you're coming from. Oh, I'm just, I know it's, it's really hard. And for me, like, again, it doesn't come back to trying to get them to believe one way or the other. It's just like the open conversation and being able to respectfully see each other's beliefs and see it in a different way. And like having the intention of like peace to me, that's literally at the end of the day, it's like, my intention is not to create more divide or whatever. My intention is to stand up for what I believe is wrong and hope but by not that necessarily what I believe is wrong, but what more so what I believe is right. Cause I don't care to stand up against for what I think is wrong. I care to stand up for what I think is right. And so it's like, my hope is that just by sharing my voice and then the small influence and circle that I have, that maybe I can encourage someone else to look with a closer lens and have a little more discernment because you know, it's been years happening. And so many people in the beginning just like trusted it because we didn't have Infor like we had, we didn't have the information we have today, but one of my favorite quotes is like, when you have new information, be okay with changing your opinion, right? And so it's like, as you continue to get new information and see this play out in, in more extensive and terrifying ways, like at some point this, right? Like, does this actually make sense to me? And filling your circle, like 
social media has been so powerful for me because I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV at all. Um, I don't consider, I very, I'm very intentional about my energy field and, and what I'm willing to exchange and um, like negotiate with, I guess you could say. And so like for me, I choose to get my information. And of course it is biased. Yes, it's biased. Like I'm of everybody's information is biased to some degree, but like, I believe so deeply in my heart that this is right. But again, it's just like this idea of looking at it through a different lens and like finding more compassion and respect for people who see things differently than you might. So as I was saying, like the social media piece has been really powerful for me by surrounding myself with these people that have helped me <clears throat> kind of look at a closer lens to my beliefs and what's happening in the world and understanding the history of it better. And one of my favorite people, which I want us to both share, like kind of who has influenced us to share more about this decision that we've made is JP, um, Awaken with JP. Oh, I don't follow them. No. Oh my gosh, girl you and him he's like big time he has almost a million followers um but you definitely need to follow him his content's hilarious everyone needs to follow him if you're resonating with what we are saying in this message or in this podcast episode you need to go follow Aubrey which she'll share her Instagram I love awaken with JP um oh we should talk a little bit about censorship as well but if you have another source that you want to share as yes. far as he's inspired you, I'd love to hear and for our listeners for you to share with them. Yes. Yeah, so a uh, account that has like inspired me so much from the beginning um, is called Talia Like It Is to speak out about. And she actually, they, her and her husband and their family purchased land and there's like off grid and she has to like go into town to like update her Instagram. And I think it's like hilarious and it's amazing. Um, but she is just very much like, aware of what is going on in the world and like I said I've followed her since like before I really started speaking out about things on Instagram and I think that it's so important to have those accounts or those friendships that you you keep up with who there are so many people in the world who believe so many of the same things that we believe but they're terrified to speak out and that's okay like it's okay to not want to make your whole page about vaccines or about freedom like that's okay at some point if you want to see a change in what's happening in the world you have to in some scale like it doesn't have to be again like your whole page but like you have to choose to speak up about what you believe in because if we're just silently believing in like these like little things nothing's ever going to change but when we choose to be bold and stand up and be like no like that's not what I our voice and our freedom that we have before it's gone because if you don't like you're going to be that person that never spoke up about it and it's like I am I don't like to live my life in fear, but I am so fearful for our future as a country. And like, I'm like ready to go get like, which we're not going to get into guns and stuff, but I'm like, I'm ready to go get like my void card and like buy land and like start preparing to like be able to sustain my community with food. And like, I mean, Can we live on this compound. Can we get like little plots of land together? Oh my God. I'll move to Mexico. <laughs> but I'm like I'm not kidding like I 
so I surround myself with people that see things the way I do um, and that empower me to make change in the world and yeah, inspire the fuck out of me if I'm being so honest. And it's like, I have these incredible humans in my circle that are really powerful and influential and we could create that together. And it's because we're coming together and using our voice and standing in our power and standing up for what we believe is right and providing like a platform for other people to see this and know that there's another way. And there's there's people that also support what you think if you think this is wrong too. And like, we have to stand together. And my brain is starting to go into that survival mode because of what's happening around us like I want to protect myself and my people and I'm like I've been watching Hunger Games because have you watched Hunger Games I've watched a couple yeah okay I'm like I'm gonna be Katniss Everdeen like I will lead this fucking revolution if I have to (laughs) that's a little extreme but it, it does inspire me because I'm like someone has to stand up and so for me I feel obligated in my circle to at least start to share different opinions and perspectives. And I don't care if I lose followers, like to me, being true to myself and what I believe, like, I know I'm going to connect with my people by just sharing my true voice. And so that at the end of the day is all that really matters. And hopefully again, like we were saying, we can impact some people to see things differently. And like your influence alone, randomly finding this girl on Instagram, I've never met, I have no idea, like your reel just randomly came up. And I was like, whoa, like, I don't see a lot of reels of people talking about this. And someone needs to be talking about it in this way. And so you've inspired me to share, like, literally, since I found your page, is when I started kind of sharing more on my page about, because I just was quite, I have felt this way the whole time. I have felt this way the whole time. But for a year and a half, and I have this platform, I have these, like, I have an influence to some degree and a lot of people who love me and support me, even though there's also a lot of people who hate me and like, can't stand me. And that's okay too. Right. Like God bless them. Um, but like, it's, yeah, like I feel that it's my duty to share what I believe is true. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And like, just specifically on that point, like you never know what is going to come from you choosing to take that small step and speak out about something just like you were saying it can inspire just one person and in my opinion if everything that I do inspires one person it would still be worth it if I lost all of my followers and I had 10 people and the majority of those were my family who still followed me I would still show up and I would still speak out against or to support what I believe in because that's how passionate I am. And I think that when you find something that you're so passionate about, and again, that might not be talking about vaccines, that might just be talking about like freedom in general. But like when you find something that you're passionate about, you don't want to shut up about it. You want to let everyone know because you never know how it's going to impact anybody on any scale. So. Okay. Side note, do you know your Enneagram? I do know my Enneagram. I'm a Enneagram two wing three. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Especially like in my business, I have very much seen my three wing uh, come out and now living with my sister, she's like a very, very strong Enneagram three. Um, and to anybody who's like listening and doesn't know the Enneagram, that's like very much the entrepreneur, the go-getter, like we want to stick 
Yes, the achiever. And so living with her, I feel like definitely has brought out my three wing. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do today? How I'm going to wake up and what am I going to do to grow my business? What am I going to do to be like a better version of myself today? And like, it's actually funny since getting over being sick and now like still, I mean, I'm still getting better, but I have like on starting on Monday, I was like, I woke up and I'm like, okay, I love Mondays. First of all, I think that there's a stereotype around Mondays. That everyone's like, and they're just like the worst day, like coming off the weekend. I personally love them. I feel, it feels like a clean slate and I'm like, okay, I can either, I can choose the trajectory of my week here and I can choose to like have a great week or I can choose to be bummed out about Mondays. And then like, probably it's going to take a while for my week to turn around. So I always go into Mondays being like, I'm going to have a great week. And that's going to start with today being a great day. <laughs> yes. And the reason we love Mondays, because I'm with you on that Monday, is like my favorite day of the week is because we have created a life that is in alignment and that our work is something that is like our passion project that we love. Like I don't go to a job, right? Like I work way more than anyone I know. And I love what I do. Like my family last night was like, you seem a little stressed. Like they literally told me they thought I was stressed. And I was like, well, I am. And they're like, well, are you happy with what you're doing? And I was like, I've never been happier, you know? Yes. And I'm like, but I'm pursuing like, yeah, I'm stressed. I work a lot. I I'm building the foundation of a business and a dream. And like this purpose that I feel so strong on my heart. And I'm like, my work is my life, you know, like your work, you go to a job, which most people do. And it's, again, it's a perspective thing. It's like, my stepdad works for the government and he does not enjoy his job at all. But to him, the security of working for the government and like climbing the ladder to like have, have the money, have the retirement, have the benefits is so important to him. And, and I respect that so deeply, especially because I understand we're at different places in our life. But to me, I'm like, I don't care what amount of money you're going to pay me or how good my pension might be or my benefits might be if the work I'm doing doesn't light my soul on fire. Like to me, I'm not willing to, to just go through the motions to have the security, but have to work and spend my days being unhappy and being miserable. And so like, I get a lot of hate because of my path with network marketing and like talking about my opinion and truth as far as working for someone else goes and like being in the corporate ladder and like having a job like I don't want a job you know and so it's it's really interesting the perspective of how different people can see things and just understanding that like we all have different motives and we all have different paths and if we can just like lift ourselves from that and see it from like a higher and like wider lens, then we can have more compassion and love and understanding for each other and help each other achieve our goals and dreams from a place of like peace and love. Yes. And I think in the world of college, which anybody who chooses to go to college, like if that's your decision and that's what you feel like you need to be doing great. I honestly could never hate on that, but the pressure that comes around, just like I was talking about earlier, just assuming that right out of high school, you're going to go into a four-year college and, you know, you're going to get a job that pays you this amount of money. That has never been, obviously, yes, money is a part of our everyday life and we need it to survive, but it's not the end-all be-all, right? Like at the end of the day, if you have to pull yourself out of bed every morning and grab your coffee and you're just like dragging your feet as you're driving to work and you're just like, you know, cussing in your head of like, I have to go to this job again. It's like, 
is that money at the end of the week, is that really going to make you happy? Are you going to be like, okay, all of that time and that work and that stress and, you know, was that all worth it for this amount of money? And I just think that there's so many ways, there's so many ways to make money in this world. Okay. And there's so many ways that we can enjoy making money and we can love what we're doing. It doesn't have to be this thing where we're dragging our feet to work every morning. Like I get to wake up and I get to work out and I get to make myself breakfast. And then at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or 2 PM, like I will get around to doing my work. And obviously, yes, like the amount of energy and work that I put in in a certain week is going to reflect in my paycheck. Like I can love what I do and I can do it on my own time. And like, that's just such a beautiful thing. And I think it's so underrated and people don't talk about it enough. I think that we as humans just kind of have this idea instilled in our heads that like work is work and work doesn't have to be work. Like, yes, it's work. It's like, it's, it's work for a reason, but like, we can love it. Okay. Yes. I'm done. Yeah, no, I'm so with you. And I don't understand why people have such a vendetta against network marketing. And I think that's starting to shift because they're seeing it done in like a tasteful way. I literally change women's lives. Like, how am I, like, I'm helping them on their journey through these, these fitness programs and like supplements or whatever that have changed my life for three years. Like I'm not scamming anything, you know, like I'm just sharing a resource and tool that works for me. You are so quick to go support these like big box stores and shit being shipped from China and Amazon and all this shit and just randomly buying different things from different places when you could support your best friend or like a family member through their business that supports their family and is a product that is way more trustable and, and, and reliable in my opinion, and probably works better. Not, no, don't get me wrong. There's like some bad companies out there that like give it a bad rap. There are. For the most part, it's a beautiful thing. And like you said, there are so many different ways to make money and the way you make money can be something that you love. And in fact, in my opinion, should be something that you love because I, for three years now, yeah, I work fucking hard and, and I, and because I work so hard, I was even able to take like a three to six months stint kind of stepping back from my business and be able to live this beautiful lifestyle supported through the business that I, that I created over the years. And it's like, I could have never done that in a corporate job. And I hated working in an office and I hated asking for time off and being told no, and having to be in a set structure. Like I can't thrive off of that. And that is my truth. That is my truth. So like someone trying to prove wrong for wanting and living that way, it just, it doesn't resonate and it doesn't like sit well with me because I, I can't understand it. And I'm not necessarily trying to say that like your way is wrong. I'm trying to say like, Hey, there's another way that maybe like you should just like consider this or, or be open-minded to it because like, I see everyone around me is miserable. I don't want to be like anyone around me. Like my ex used to always say, he would compare our relationship or like where he was in his life to where people around him were. My biggest pet peeve, because I always would say to him, I don't use the like status quo as my standard because I want so much more for my life. And what I see people around me 
they're not happy. Like they hate what they do. They're barely getting by. Their relationships and marriages are failing. Like they're so disconnected from themselves. They're crippled with anxiety. They don't take care of themselves. They don't work out. They're their own, like they're prisoner to their minds. And I'm sorry, but like that ain't the standard that I want to set for myself. So like, I'm going to try something different. I know that I'm following a path and like a truth that like makes sense to me and that is fulfilling to me and seeing how you have I just love seeing how we have such similar beliefs and again like reminding the listener if you also feel this way like you can break yourself free of that cycle at any moment Aubrey and I both have made massive life transitions by following that like intuition of knowing that like this system wasn't built to support me And so I'm going to create and forge a new path. I don't care if no one's been on the path, but I'm going to figure it out as I go. And I'm willing to fail and look stupid and be a beginner and put myself out there because it's what feels right. Like it's, it's at the end of the day, like that's really all that matters. Right. And isn't that like crazy to think about how, how obviously this is, and I think this is important to say, there are some people who a corporate job and climbing that ladder and going to a four-year college and going to grad school and doing all of those things, that's for them. And that's what they thrive under. But again, we are all so different as humans that we have to know the system isn't always for us. It's It can be for some people and some people are going to thrive under that. But realizing that like you are not wrong and you're not weird and like you are valid if the system doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Go find something different because there are other systems, there are other things in place out there for a very diverse world that we live in. And like, that's just like reality. And I think like the biggest thing for me with this conversation is just hoping that the listener can hear because the reason I started the podcast is because these, like so many of these conversations we're having in this one episode, this one like meeting are conversations that I'm having with the people in my community and my circle. And I feel so strongly and so passionately about them. And I want, I feel that again, like I don't see myself in my belief system represented very well because I think most people are afraid to stand against what the status quo says or what everyone else is doing. If you are this person listening and you're like, oh my God, I am that person, like so unhappy in my job. My relationship is failing. I feel so disconnected, so stressed, so anxious, like struggling in every way, like remove yourself from the system. Like try something different. Take a chance on yourself. People think they're like burnt out. There's this incredible like real audio that I did, but people think they're burnt out, but it's like, really, you're not burnt out. You are not living your life in a way that is true to you. You're not doing enough of the things that you love and that bring you to life. That's why you were burnt out because you've built your life around this system that doesn't support you. And that sucks the life out of you. Like, (laughs) And I would encourage anybody who's listening that is like feeling that find small moments in your day that make you happy and like take a picture of it, take a small video of it so that you can go back and realize that like, yes, there might be a lot of work in your life that you need to work on, but there are still beautiful things in every day. For me, it's like, I'm such a sky person. I love looking at like the clouds and sunsets and sunrises and like the beauty that is in this earth. And there's like, there's so much of it. And I think that so often we can just brush it aside 
you need to stop and you need to like realize that it's there and there's beauty in this world the craziness that is happening like there's still beauty um and this is like I don't know this is kind of off subject but kind of on subject the book I read a book that literally changed I I don't want to go as far as to say it changed my life but it was literally insane for me to read so it's called Atomic Habits oh good I think it's like uh hold on I'm fact I'll fact check it okay fact check it for me what do you need So that book, James Clear. Yes, James Clear. That's what it is. Okay. That book talked so much about, I mean, it talked about a lot of things, but the one thing that stood out to me the most that still to this day, I constantly remind myself is like, find something in your life that you can change just 1% and every day get 1% better at it. Like over a long period of time, we're going to become a master at that one thing that you took every single day and chose to become 1% better. And he did this whole illustration of like, I won't go into it, but how this Olympic team ended up like they changed 1% in each part of their training. And over a period of time, they ended up like setting all these world records in the Olympics. And it was just like this insane thing that happened where it was like, they weren't, they didn't make a big change. They made one small change in every area of their life. And over time, it made a huge difference. That has been huge for me. Just like realizing that change is so it's, it's like so readily available. And I, I don't even want to say it's easy, but to a certain extent it is, but it's like, we're looking at it in the lens of like, I have to change everything all at once. It's so simple, but our minds see where we are and they see where we want to go and we, and we see it as if it has to happen in this massive leap, right? Or we won't be able to do it and we'll fail. And we're so afraid that we'll fail or so afraid of our potential, like how fucking limitlessly potential, like how much limitless potential that we have as human beings. I think it terrifies us because we know that we are capable of creating that thing, but we see how far away it is. And I have been victim to this too, but it is so powerful. Personal development has changed my life. And the reason I started my personal development journey was because of network marketing, because to be a coach, like I have to be the best version of myself. Like I really do. And that is what has propelled me to where I am today, like pursuing this new dream. It is the tiny, the most minuscule, habits and thoughts that we have that seem so harmless in them right like the little decisions that we make we call them like the micro moments right um which my favorite personal development book similarly to yours is called slight edge and slight edge is all about the slight edge on basically like the decision that you make the micro moments do they move you closer to where you want to go or further away like choosing to leave your laundry on the floor or putting it in the basket or hanging it up like making your bed what you choose do you make like breakfast in the morning and like eat the healthy nutrient dense like oatmeal with chia seeds and greek yogurt which hello that's what i eat every morning um or do you skip breakfast and then have like a shitty lunch and then you feel bad and you continue that cycle so it's like as you continue to just make those super slight tweaks in your life it can make like the world of a difference i'll have girls fall off on their fitness program and they're like oh next month i got that message yesterday from a girl that i absolutely adore and i'm like girlfriend tomorrow 
Like you don't need to start next month. Like just do a workout tomorrow. Like whatever that looks like, just do one little thing tomorrow because like change is created in the really short, like simple moments and it's day to day. And you can't just like keep be, keep putting change to tomorrow or to next week or to next month. Like you just have to like wake up and like do something, take fucking action on your life. Yes. Oh my gosh. And like speaking on that note, I did at the beginning of, was it this year? Yeah. The beginning of this year, I did the 75 hard challenge. I started that the beginning of January and I think it was such a hard, so like for anybody listening who doesn't know what it is, it's, you have to do two 45 minute workouts every day. One has to be outside, which living in Iowa, doing that in January was rough. Let me tell you, (laughs) um, you have to read, it's like 10 pages in a nonfiction book. You have to stick it to a diet of your choice. You get no sugar, no alcohol, um, no off days. I think that's it. You have to take progress pictures. Did you take a picture every day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to do progress every day and you do that for 75 days consecutively, no days off. If you miss a day, you're, you start over at day one. So I did that and I had to make some, like a shift in my mind where I'm like, okay, a workout doesn't have to be this super high intense lift where I'm doing, you know, heavy weights. Like a workout can look like going outside and walking for 45 minutes. And for the majority of those 75 days, when I had to work out outside, it looks like a walk. And guess what? At the end of those 75 days, it was literally just like incredible the way that my mind had shifted and changed. Okay. Working out doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be that small walk and that's going to be wonderful. And I think I've even carried that into now and that I obviously am not doing the 75 hard, but like, I'm like, okay, if I only get a 30 minute workout in today, that's great. I still moved my body. I still was pushing myself forward in that way. That's great. I hear the kiddos in the background. I love it. (laughs) Oh, I I hear what you're saying. Our minds are so powerful and what we tell ourselves and like we have way more control than we think. And for whatever reason, most people in our society have truly like relinquished all con- all personal control. And I think that's also why I'm so passionate about our freedom is because like, I am so radically in control of my life and of my circumstances and of my choices and all of it, as far as like my health, every bit of it goes, right? And so um, when we realize like how powerful we are and that we have control and that little bitty micro moments and decisions that don't seem like they matter are actually the most important thing. Like speaking to the woman who maybe isn't happy where she is and like doesn't see herself fitting in the system or the system failing her just following the typical checklist of what everybody tells you to do right like go to college get the degree get the job like with the benefits in the 401k and then like find a partner and get married and buy a house and have a baby and then get a dog like right there's nothing wrong with that there truly is nothing wrong with that and there are some people that are happy in following that path and yes do i want some of the, those things absolutely i do but i'm like, unwilling to sacrifice like 
my happiness in achieving them. And I'm unwilling to allow other people's opinions and what works for someone else to be like the outline that I follow when it doesn't, it hasn't proved to serve me, you know? So like recognizing that like you do have a choice and you can choose something different. And like we were saying with network marketing and so many things beyond network marketing, but there are so many opportunities to make additional, to create additional streams of income, doing something that you love. So be open-minded to that. Look for it, like change your mind to seek to find answers, to seek to find results. Don't don't have the mindset that's so fixed. It can't possibly be. I'm such a manifester and I believe that like we attract what we are and like what we think. And so if you think and like you focus on how it's not possible, how like it'll always be like this, like blah, 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 blah. You're gonna stay in that cycle because you're just continuing to feed and fuel the fire when you could instead change your mindset and fuel the fire with something so much more beautiful that could align with like what you actually want to create in your life. Yeah. And just like you were saying about how you can have like passion projects or an additional stream of income coming on the side. Like I want to say that I did not start out network marketing being my full-time job. I worked it like into the cracks of my life when I was a nanny. Um, I worked it into the cracks of my life when I was a barista and I was able to grow it to the point where I'm like, okay, maybe this can be a full-time income. But at the time it was only like, it was, it was so minuscule and it was so small, but I had this dream for it to become so big that I'm like, okay, what do I need to do between the where I'm at now to the where I want to be? And how am I going to fit that into what's happening in my life currently and what is taking my attention and my energy and my time. And so doing that, I just want to say like, if, if this is, if network marketing is something that has interest you or you feel like, you know, like you want to do it, but you don't feel like you're at the place in your life where you can, because you have too much else going on. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. It can be something that's so small. And I always tell this to girls who like, I'm messaging about, um, you know, like ditching and switching their chemicals or like their toxic products, people get so overwhelmed. And I have totally been there when I first got started, um, figuring out like the toxic crap that's in like the products that we use on our skin in the air, just like in general, like it was very overwhelming for me and I can definitely fall into the all or nothing mindset. And I have to stop myself and be like, no, any small change is a good change because it is just that it's change. And so I always tell people, I'm like, maybe you can only Maybe this month you can only change, you know, ditching like your toxic candles have fragrance in them that awful for your health. And maybe that's switching out for like a diffuser this month. And maybe you have to wait two or three months to order something different or to switch something. And that's okay. But like you were making that small step towards a non-toxic lifestyle that you want. Right. And it begins to compound. Yes. And that's really like, that's all. And there's also another book called The Compound Effect. Uh, These all align. They're very similar ideas and practices. And I mean, I guess like one of the biggest takeaways from this specific part of our conversation is like personal development is huge. And the way that you see things and the way that like your mind automatically thinks is really important. And we have the power to reprogram how our mind thinks. I was doing research on thoughts and how many thoughts we have a day. It's like anywhere from like 50 to 80,000. It can even be higher than that, right? 
80% of them are repetitive. 80% of our thoughts are like have a thought we have already had. And 90%, 95% of the repetitive thoughts are negative. It's crazy. That's insane. And that's wild to me because do I see it in myself? Of course I have like I'm a human. Of course I have limiting beliefs. Of course, like I have things I'm working through, but I'm consciously aware of it. And the difference is that most people aren't consciously aware that their, their, their brain is on this negative loop of telling them that they can't do it. Again, it's like a fear and negativity thing that they're just like so conditioned by our society to think and to see this way, which is kind of what loops back to our freedom and like the government and these people are so I find so lost and so scared and so like unhappy in their lives, a lot of them, that they can't look within themselves. When I was so young, speaking on thoughts and how he used the example of, you know, somebody who isn't very good at remembering people's names. If he, if that person always starts with that, like, oh my gosh, like I'm terrible at names. Like you're speaking that like into your life and you're going to constantly have that mindset and those thoughts of I'm really bad at, at remembering names. So I probably like, won't remember this person's name instead of like being like, okay, maybe I can't remember people's names very well, but I'm going to do everything in my power to like, okay, this is how I can remember this person's name. Sometimes struggle with names, but the way that I like always, and this is so off subject, I mean, kind of, but like the way that I always remember is like, I try to match them with somebody who I like remember who I'm close to remember that. And like, instead of focusing on like the negative, focus on the positive, like, okay, maybe you can't remember names that well, but you're really good at matching things up. So how can you then, you know, incorporate that into a point in your life where you maybe aren't the strongest in? Yes. I love that you bring up, we need to kind of like wrap this conversation, but I love that you bring up how we identify and how powerful it is. I actually just did an episode, a solo episode about that, but we identify ourselves publicly. We will do anything we can to stay true to that for whatever reason as humans, like we so strongly hold what we identify as. Like for me, one, a new rewrite that I'm doing is like, I don't drink alcohol. I'm choosing a new identity because I don't really drink alcohol, but I have drank at like as social, like in a social setting, but I found that that really does not serve me anymore. So before I've even actually stopped drinking alcohol, like hundred percent before I chose to be sober, alcohol free, I wouldn't even call it sober because I don't know, alcohol free. Before I chose to be alcohol free, I was starting to identify myself as someone who is alcohol free and it literally helped me transition. And now I like, I felt so much like fear around making that decision about like, am I not going to be as fun? Like I have a lot of events that I'm going to go to, are people going to think I'm weird if I don't drink? And it's like, at the end of the day, like I feel so empowered by that decision and by making and identifying in that way, like it, I don't even have any desire to consume alcohol. Like I just had my first alcohol-free holiday ever as an adult, which like doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it really is because our society is so like conditioned that alcohol is such a widely accepted thing, poisoning people I love in a lot of ways um, and, and, and making them 
not as good of humans or whatever it may be. And it's even done that to me. And so it's like, I'm just choosing to not do it. And the way I identify has been so, so powerful. So by choosing a new identity and then with that identity, finding a support group or accountability that is embodying like what you want to become, right? So like this idea, we have so many conversations going in this one, but like this idea of like our freedom and choosing to not get vaccinated, finding a support, like speaking out about it, like believing and staying true to it and then finding people who support that, right? Or, you know, if you're wanting to embodying what you want and who you want to become and like what you want to share and create in the world. Yes. And I would definitely say like, you have, you have to be the first person to do that and you have to put that out there and then the people are going to come. It's never the other way around. You're never going to have a group of people come and then, oh, okay, well now I'm going to make this switch. It's like, you, you have to be the person. And like, I, it's always difficult for me to say this because I'm like, I never want to come across like as being rude or like too much, but like, you have to be the one to make that step in your life and it's scary and it's hard and it'll probably be a step into the unknown every time I say that (laughs) my niece is so obsessed with um frozen too and so I always think about frozen too anyways it's irrelevant we don't need to talk about it (laughs) um but taking that step into the unknown and it's scary and it's hard but I can confidently say that the payoff is so sweet and it's so worth any hardships that you have to go through And it's truly where the magic happens because you start to stand in your truth and you start to honor yourself and that inner knowing and you no longer have to like quiet it and shush it down and like carry all of this. Like we are unhappy and miserable because like so many people are just like not true to themselves and don't say how they feel and like are just living this life in this shell and it's like fully express like embody the person that you know that you're capable of being every single day and like make that decision to be to percent better and to take control of your life in whatever way that looks like again like this conversation goes into so many different things and I really want to wrap it up by just this was so beautiful so thank you for being here and um to the listener we're so grateful that even if you i mean if you've made it this far we're assuming you probably see things in a similar way or this message is resonating with you and hopefully empowering you and inspiring you we just want you to know that like you really do have the control and the power and there are people out there who see things the way you see things and that will support you so surround yourself with those people and be willing to take the leap take the step out to to use your voice to make a change in your life in your career in your relationship like we're not trees for a reason. We have legs. We do not like we can move, you know, move freely in your body, in your life. And everything starts to change when you can make that decision and kind of free yourself in that way. So Aubrey, do you have anything else like specifically that you want to close with before we wrap it up with our five and five? Seriously, this has been so amazing. And I feel like I have like always hearing these things like I will never be able to hear them and not resonate with them and like it's just so beneficial even for me so if you're out there I want you to know I love it well thank you so much for being here Um, I'm really excited to share this conversation I personally after this conversation feel so rejuvenated and have so much energy and feel 
so empowered. So I hope that our, I hope you feel the same way and we could give each other that gift. And I hope also our listeners feel the same way. So let's wrap it up with a few questions. So these are five questions that are just kind of random that I really love to ask people. And these are things I ask in just everyday conversations to kind of break the mold of like, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thanks. Like blah, blah, blah. Have, what would it be? Oh, that's such a good one. This is okay. I I'm I always have a love hate relationship with like on the spot questions. I would say probably to like read people's minds because I think so often we as humans hold like hold ourselves back from saying what we really want to say. Um, and so if I could read people's minds that I could like, I feel like understand them better and just like resonate with them more. And then, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I don't think I'd want to read people's minds. Pets, for sure. People, I'm like, people are mean. I don't, people tell me what they think and I don't like to hear it. It hurts my feelings sometimes. It makes me super honest. But I am super honest. And the number one thing I get and hear from people, especially new people, is like, your authenticity is so beautiful because I just, I am, I am so true to myself and I say how I feel and no one ever has to question like where they stand with me because I'm honest with them and I would say like I love like the idea of being able to read someone's mind but more so just like the fact of like people having to just be honest about how they feel and like what they think you know okay I love it so what is your favorite compliment to receive Oh, I love receiving. You have such like a sunshine soul. I think that like, I actually am very, it's very difficult for me to receive compliments because they feel very superficial to me. Like, oh, you have really pretty hair. Like I get that a lot. Like, and I'm like, oh, thank you. But it's like, that's not something I can control, but I can control how like, like my energy and how I come across to people. And I always want to be like that happy, encouraging person. And so anybody who tells me that like, you have such a sunshine presence or like soul, it just makes me so happy. Ah, I love that. And I feel that way about you. I probably said that in my first voice message to you of like, you just radiate. I love you. And I, I think more people should share those things, which is why I'm talking about these, like asking people about compliments. And it's been really fun to hear responses because they all come back to our, like our character and our energy. It's not it's not about really anything else. And, and just to like feel loved and seen and validated for the person that you are, like, that's really beautiful. So thank you for being who you are. (laughs) Um, What are you currently, I use the word manifesting, but maybe you want to use the word like praying for right now. Like, is there something specifically that you are? Yes. Okay. So in my business, we have different ranks, just like I'm sure that you do in yours um, in network marketing. But I am currently running towards a very, very big goal of hitting the rank of silver in my business. Um, and it was something that like, I mean, how many days left do we have in the month? Like four days, something like that. Um, and it was like a goal that I set up three months ago. I was like, okay, I wanna hit this specific goal And I knew that like this month was, if I was going to hit it before the end of the year, this was the month. So I just started, I'm like, this is really big and it's really scary. And deep down, I feel like I'm not going to hit it, but I'm like pushing those feelings down. And I'm, I literally have been telling like my sisters and people on my team, I'm like, I'm just like speaking, I am silver. And like, it it doesn't matter what is going to like 
play out through the rest of the month. Like I know that like the amount of work that I have put in this whole month and the months leading up to like, you know, this month, I'm just like, I've been putting in the work. So I know I also was very motivated by rank and by finances and achievement and recognition and all of that. And it's beautiful. And it it's so cool to see because like, it brings out a new side of you and like a higher someone who believes so much more deeply and like works so much harder, because like, you finally see the potential and like what you're capable of if you just apply yourself. So Congrats to you. I know you're going to be silver, even if it doesn't happen this month. It's like, but you've worked so hard. And so you just keep going, right? You don't give up. You just keep going until you do achieve it. Um, right. And, and, and then there'll be another goal. Like the journey, the joy is in the journey. It's not right. in arriving to a destination. Yes. And I totally think that like, and I've been like telling this to people on my team. I'm like, okay, no matter what happens this month, whether we hit ranks, whether we, you know, hit a certain amount of sales or whatever, our paychecks, and this is like the beauty of network marketing, our paychecks are still going to be reflective of all of the work that we put in. And like, that's a beautiful thing. Yes. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited for you and your team. <laughs> okay. Two more questions. I feel like I know this, but what do you love most about what you do in your career? I love that I get to help other people in so many different ways. Like I so much just like the freedom that like you can find in like health freedom, all of, all of the different ways that you can find freedom. Um, and being able to share my story and my journey and like what I have been through, even if like one person resonates with that again, like that is such a huge win. And so, yeah, I would just say being able to serve other people and love other people in such like a deep way there's such beauty in being raw and authentic and real and being like this is what I'm struggling with and people are going to accept you for that because you just you have to accept them <laughs> there's no other choice yeah if you want to be happy in yourself you just have to accept and love other people <laughs> yeah oh I love hearing it okay and the last one is what is something like right now in this season of your life that's new I would say honestly just like the small moments of life I feel like more recently um really before I moved to Mexico I was really finding joy in like the small moments um and then once I moved there was a lot of moving parts there was a lot of things that I was having to adjust to living in a new um culture and a new country and so I think I lost sight of those small moments and really got like caught up again and like okay I gotta do this 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 I gotta like I gotta crank out all this work so more recently I think like even just getting sick and like being at home so much just realizing okay like I need to not take for granted the small things in my life like my health or the beautiful sky or the the you know obviously like we always say like you know the grass is always greener and I'm like always whenever I was in Iowa around this time when the, like the weather was starting to change and it was freezing and the snow was starting to fall I was always like I just want to be somewhere warmer and now that I'm like here in this time I'm like I just want to see the snow <laughs> and so like the grass is always green realizing that life is a gift and um just the fact that I get to be here in Mexico and experience all of these um, small moments with the people that I love is, is so near and dear to my heart. So I'm so grateful and so thankful for that. Mm, yes. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And again, it's just so beautiful to see someone 
you guys, Aubrey is 20 years old. Like to see the life she is creating for herself already at such a young age, like at 20, I had no idea who I was. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was like super lost. And to see someone who just is so sure of herself building a beautiful life that is true to her and inspiring people along the way, like it's, it's incredible. So thank you so much for being here, for being on a guest, being a guest on the pod. And I'm super excited for our followers to connect with you. So will you share your Instagram so they can easily find you? Yes, my Instagram is Aubrey Schmeler. It's just my name. Very simple. And I'm sure that like Tay will put it to where you can spell my last name because it's a very difficult one to spell. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for having me. Seriously, this has just brought me so much Oh, mama, today's episode got a little spicy. If you loved this episode, we hope you will continue the conversation. As always, follow us on the gram and go show Aubrey some love. All of the things that were discussed in today's episode are included in the show notes, including her Instagram handle. So, Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in, sending you so much love and light. Until next time, friends.